Wasn't that an awesome video? So, so that captures something that happened two weeks ago that I would like us to spend today celebrating. If you're new with us, my name is Trent. I'm one of the pastors on staff here. And two weeks ago, we had our 3G Sunday event. So here's what happens on 3G, if you're not familiar with it. We gather for a, for a short pep rally, and then we go into our community, and we give back out of what God has given us. So on that Sunday, what we did was we had 310 of you. That's a lot. 310 of you went out into our community and served all over our community through 15 different projects. And listen to some of the projects that we had here. So first off, we had a prayer team that did a prayer walk throughout Buddy Taylor Middle School. Isn't that interesting that we could do that? Isn't that fantastic that we could have a team of people walk through the school and pray for our administration, our staff, our students, our teachers, and pray for us as we were serving in 3G Sunday. It was a privilege to have those people, that team, bathing everything in prayer. And I honestly think that the work that happened, the impact that happened, that continues to happen is a direct result of that team praying for us. So if you're a part of the prayer team, we're so grateful for that. We had a team that volunteered here at the band room at Buddy Taylor Middle School, and they painted the band room. And we got a great thank you from the principal, from the head custodian, um, the, the teacher there, the, the band teacher was so excited to come in and see her room looking fresh and clean again. We had a team that painted over at First Baptist Christian Academy that several rooms over there they painted. We painted at fire station number 23, in our community, we delivered almost 40 dozen goodies to the 11 fire stations in our town as a thank you to the firefighters for the job that, that they do. And I understand that those goodies are gone. So if you wanted one, I'm sorry, 40 dozen are gone. So we also painted pavilions at Waterfront Park. We repaired 57 bikes with Project Share, and those bikes will be given away at Christmas time to, to families, to kids that, that could use a bike. We worked with Habitat for Humanity to, uh, to set trusses and deck a roof for a new senior center down in Bunnell. Uh, we also, with Habitat, rehabbed another home for a single mom. This, this mom, she was there um, pregnant, expecting her first child, and this is going to be her home, her first home that she has to bring her first child into. We were able to clean at least five miles of our beaches, put on a fall festival at our Family Life Center, which is our domestic violence shelter. Uh, we served about 200 people lunch as they were coming through Grace Community Food Pantry to pick up groceries for their family, and we were able to give them a lunch on top of the food that they were receiving that day. We served seniors at Windsor Assisted Living Center, and then we had a media team that went all over the county to all these projects, spent hours and hours taking pictures, filming this so that we could celebrate today what God has done in us and through us. So if you missed 3G, you missed a big day, but I'm going to tell you how you can be a part of our local mission projects. But before I do that, let me give you just a little bit of a heartbeat behind 3G. And I think this today should help us understand the heartbeat of our God even more. 
So from the beginning of our church, our church is six years old. If you're new with us and you're not all that familiar with us, we're six years old as a church. And for the past six years, we've been asking one question that affects all of our local serving opportunities. The question is this, if we were to cease to exist as a church, if our doors closed, would our community miss us? Would would the people in our community, would they miss us? Now, not just the people who attend Epic, and we hoped that the people who attend Epic would miss us, but would our community miss us? And for the first number of years of Epic, our honest answer was always no. Our community wouldn't miss us. Why? Because they don't even know we exist. How are they going to miss us if they don't know about us? So we understood, you know what, our community has to know about us if they're going to miss us. But beyond that, they have to have some sort of positive experience with us. We have to meet a real need of theirs. We have to add value to their lives. We have to meet a a spiritual need, a physical need. And that's the only way that people in our community would miss us if we were gone. So out of trying to answer that one question, our local mission projects were birthed. So 3G Sunday, 3G Saturday, our work with Grace Community Food Pantry, Alpha Pregnancy Center, the Family Life Center, uh, our uh, gleaning projects that we do, our epic giving Christmas tree that you heard about in the announcements. All of those things birthed out of us trying to answer the question, if we were gone, would our community miss us? Now, let me explain why answering that question is so important. You might hear that and say, well, who cares if, if a church is gone, whether the community would miss them or not? Well, the Bible teaches that the church is God's one and only plan to reach the world with the life-changing message of Jesus Christ. The church is, not the government, not the education system, the church, that's, that's you and me. If you're a follower of Jesus, you are part of God's number one plan, God's one and only plan. God doesn't have a plan B. You are part of God's one and only plan to reach the world with the life-changing message of Jesus Christ. And we, as the church, have been given the most important message our world could ever hear. Here's the message, that eternal life is possible through a relationship with Jesus Christ, that Jesus died so we can live forever in a real place called heaven. We've been given that message. Now listen to who that message is for. Romans 3.22 tells us that. Romans 3.22 says, we are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. That verse captures the heart of our God, and it also captures our tagline for our local mission projects. So God is for everyone. Doesn't matter who we are. Doesn't matter what we've done. Doesn't matter how far away from God we think we are or how close to God we think we are. Doesn't matter how much of the Bible we think we know or how much of the Bible we don't think we know. Doesn't matter how often we go to church. It doesn't matter if we go to church. What matters is that we put our faith and trust in Jesus and then follow him. Our God sent Jesus to die so we can live. Our God is for everyone. Now, the sad reality is that most people, I think, my opinion, most of our world does not understand that God is for them. I mean, what does most of our world think? 
that God is somehow against them, or even if there there is a God, that he probably doesn't care about them, that that they're probably too insignificant to be cared about by our God. And, And I think the reason that people think that is because we, as his followers, aren't doing a good enough job of representing him to the world. You know, if you think about it, if you were to interview people maybe at your work or, or interview people in your community and, and ask them uh, what God thinks about them based upon their interaction with Christians, I mean, think about some of the answers that they might give. Think about some of the things that they might say. You know, I, I think that the reason that people uh, don't have a great thing to say, a lot of great things to say about church, about Christians is because, again, We're not doing a great job of living an authentic Christian life before people and showing people that our God is for them. And so what happens is our world, they look at us and then they make decisions about God based upon how they see us live. When we don't live an authentic Christian life, when we don't show people that God is for them, then people determine that God isn't for them based upon what they see in us and how we live. So how would you like it if people made a decision about you based upon someone else's behavior, All right? So maybe they look at one of your kids and then make conclusions about you. Um, if you're a parent, you hope that does, never happens, right? You're like, please don't judge me based upon my kid's behavior. Um, you wouldn't want that happening you know, at your uh, work environment. If maybe, let's say that you owned a company and maybe one of your employees wasn't doing a great job of representing you and your company in the community. You wouldn't want people in the community to make a decision about you, a decision about your company based upon one employee. Uh, but I think, again, that's something that happens on a regular basis and it's not fair to our God. So I think our God comes along and says, listen, if you're one of my followers, you have a God-given responsibility to show our community to show our world that I am for them. I'm for them. So our tagline for our local missions is for Flagler. We are for our county. We want everyone to know that God is for them. We are for people having their physical and their spiritual needs met. We're for families being strengthened. We are for single parents being supported. We're for children growing up in homes where they are loved and taught about the love and grace and mercy of God. We are for our community being such an attractive place to live that more people want to move here, more businesses want to start here, and, and people have, don't understand why, but when they get around Flagler County, they're like, I don't know what it is about that county, but there's just something that draws me to that county. There's something about that county that that helps me in my relationship with God. There's something that draws me in and draws me up. Wherefore, our local officials and the tough job that they have of leading our community, we are for everyone in our community, whether you live here, work here, vacation here, or drive through here, we are for you. We want you to know that God is for you as well. So when, when people see the name Epic Church, Maybe they're driving up Beltaire and they look over and they see that sign and all those cars and they're like, what in the world is going on in a school on Sunday morning? And, and they see the sign. Or they see us working on our, one of our projects, our, our 3G Sunday or a 3G project, 3G Saturday project. Or they see somebody wearing an epic t-shirt who is hopefully living an authentic Christian life. 
however they come across the name Epic, here's what I hope happens. I hope that, that they see that name and then their next thought is, Epic is for me and that must mean God is for me as well. And then I hope they'll take a next step in their relationship with God, whatever that next step might be. But in order for that to happen, we have to serve. We have to serve our community. We have to be like Jesus. You know, when Jesus showed up on planet earth, you would think if anybody had the right to say, I'm here, I'm God, you serve me, it was Jesus. But what did he say? I came to serve. I didn't come to be served. And if you're one of my followers, I want you to follow me. I want you to serve other people the way that I have served you. So 3G Sunday, projects like that are giving us the opportunity to serve our community. Now here's what is happening as a result of our local mission projects. It is giving us influence that we would not normally have. So let me explain. Last year, uh, our 3G Sunday project got the attention of the city of Palm Coast and the city of Benel. And we were invited by their city commissions to come and be recognized. So we had the chance to be recognized by those two groups. And we got a nice little plaque, a nice little picture to to hang on the wall. And that was fantastic. But we don't do this for that reason. Like our goal isn't for us to to get recognized so we can put a, a plaque on the wall. Our goal is to get the name of Jesus into our community and so our community knows that God is for them. So get this, I had the privilege of standing before our city leaders and saying, God is for you and so are we. And so when our city leaders come across the name Epic Church, here's what I hope. I hope they think, you know, that that epic place that epic church place, you know, I don't know if I believe everything that they believe, but here's what I know. Those people are for me. And that must mean God is for me as well. And then I hope they'll take a next step towards God, whatever that next step might be. So after six years of trying to answer the question, would our community miss us if we were gone? We're just beginning to see the answer. Take a look at this. So after six years of trying to answer that question, we're just beginning to see that happen. We're just beginning to see people in our community understanding that our God is for them, not against them. Now, 3G Sunday is over. And uh, the good news is we don't have to wait a whole nother year to be active in something like that. We've got opportunities all the time for us to be serving our community and serving each other. Let me just tell you a few of those things. So the first thing is, is you can sign up to serve with one of our local partners. And we've got our partners here today. Four of our partners are, we've got tables set up in the back. We've got Alpha Pregnancy Center, Family Life Center. We've got Grace Community Food Pantry. We've got Habitat for Humanity. So those are the four of the partners that we've been working with. And they have all kinds of opportunities for you to serve on a regular basis beyond what we did on 3G Sunday or beyond what we'll do on 3G Saturday. And what I encourage you to do after the service is just stop by one of those tables. Get to know our partners. Get to know the job that they are doing, the impact that they're making, and find out a way that you could serve them. So I'm going to give you just a few quick highlights of things that you could possibly do, and I'm sure they have way more things that they could explain to you. So um, listen to a few of these opportunities. At Alpha Pregnancy Center, they could use some female counselors to help counsel the the young women in a a critical time in their lives. 
they could also use some men to mentor those new dads. And if you're a parent, you understand how, how big of a task parenting is. You understand how intimidating of a task that can be. And so you could come alongside a, a, a young single mom or a, a dad and help them at that critical spot. Help them understand that God is for them and you are for them as well. They've got other opportunities in their thrift store where you can be involved in volunteering and helping their thrift store do what it does. At the Family Life Center, which is our domestic violence shelter. So understand the difficult job that they do. They take moms, they take kids at a a time in their lives where they're not sure what to do or where to go and they need a place of safety. They need a plan. They need to know that someone is for them and someone's gonna help them get back on, on track and help them put their lives back together. And so you can play a part in what they are doing. They could use some clerical support during the week, some volunteers to work directly with the, the victims of domestic violence. Um, you could help with fundraising or special activities or awareness campaigns or media or PR. There's all kinds of opportunities that you could help the Family Life Center. Grace Community Food Pantry. Uh, they do an amazing job in our community of serving people who desperately need food. And they have opportunities throughout the week. They have opportunities on Saturday for distribution of the food, opportunities on Sunday as well. They have a lot of opportunities on a regular basis. So I encourage you to check out the opportunities that they have. Then Habitat for Humanity. Um, They are actively building houses right now, and they've got opportunities for us to come alongside them and and build. So we can come as a group, and we've done that before. You can show up by yourself, and you can find out there are certain days that you can show up and build. Ladies, they even have special uh, build days specifically for ladies. So you can find out about that at their table. Again, they're doing an amazing job of serving people in our community, giving them a home and we can come alongside and support them in the job that they are doing. Now, another way that you can continue to serve and let people know that God is for them is through serving with us as a church. We have all kinds of opportunities on a regular basis where you can get active on our prep team, our our tech team, our connections team, our worship team, work with our kids, work with our students. There are opportunities every Sunday. There are opportunities throughout the week where you can be active in showing people that our God is for them. So to find out more of those opportunities, I encourage you to stop by our Connection Center. You can pick up a little card that explains some of those opportunities for you. Now, another way is to expand our understanding of serving from a local opportunity to an international opportunity. So next summer in July, we're going to be taking two trips back to Guatemala. We have a partner church there that we've been working with over the past number of years, and we would love to take you there. We'd love for you to go. And I know it's like nine months away, but once we start announcing in January and we start taking applications, I tell you, every year that time goes so fast. We start meeting and start preparing for that. There's all kinds of work that, that goes into that week that we are there. And so you could be involved in that. You could start praying now. You can start getting ready financially, getting ready physically, getting ready spiritually. So now's a great time to start considering your involvement on one of our international trips. And then something that all of us can do on a regular basis is when you leave here, go into our our community, your community, uh, where you work, where you live, where you go to school, and carry with you the four flagler mindset. Carry with you Romans 3.22, that God is for everyone, and live that way. 
I mean, what would it look like if you lived that way at work, or you lived that way in your, at your school, or you lived that way in your neighborhood? What would it look like if people saw you, and then because of how you lived, they saw Jesus? That's what God wants us to do. That's how God wants us to live. So I think that's our mandate as we live is to be for everyone because our God is for everyone. Now, I need some help from you as we wrap up today's service. So I want to thank some people uh, who are involved in 3G Sunday. I mean, we couldn't pull off 3G Sunday if if there weren't many hands involved. So I'm going to go through a list of people and explain the role that they have and and what they're doing. And then at the end of that, I would like us to celebrate that together in kind of a big epic way. So, okay, so just be prepared for that. So let me go through some of the, the opportunity or some of the people that are involved in pulling off 3G Sunday. So we have a local missions team uh, led by Sarah Jones, Cody Anderson, and Susan Rice. And, and they lead this other group of people, Kara Hartnett, Stacey Lemon, Rick Felipe, Ali Robbins, and Terry Harper. So that's our local missions team. So all of our local serving opportunities come through that team. That team meets on a regular basis. They spend hours and hours pulling this stuff off. And you know, after 3G Sunday or 3G Saturday, often someone will come and say, that is so great. We should do that like every month. And my answer is, get on the local missions team. Like, man, they need you know, that help. But, but also, it takes a lot of work to pull this stuff off. Hours and hours and hours go into one day for us to pull this off. So we're so grateful for our local missions team. Our project leads. We've got project leads for all the 15 different projects. We had two leaders per project. And those are the people that gave direction, that solved problems. They were the frontline defense uh, out there in our community. So we are so grateful for all the project leads, all those people that stepped up and said, I'll play at a higher level to help us pull this off and serve our community. Then again, we had our media team. You've seen some of the work that they've done, all the videos and pictures that they've taken. We've got another video that we'll see here in a minute. We couldn't celebrate this stuff in this capacity and see all the projects that were going on if we didn't have a committed team of people that were willing to do that. And again, going back to our prayer team, just want to thank them again. That team that said, you know, I'm going to pray. I'm going to dedicate my time while everybody's out working on a project. My project's going to be to pray for them. So we're so grateful for our prayer team. And then our partners. And these four that are here, uh, they represent the other partners as well that we work with in our community. And they do a phenomenal job. I mean, we couldn't serve our community the way that we are through 3G Sunday without them and what they do on a regular basis. And they serve on a daily basis, not just one time a year for them. This is a daily thing for them. And so we are so grateful for them and what they do in our community. Then lastly, I would like to thank you as a church. I mean, what an opportunity that we have to be the church for our community. And I got to tell you, you know, it is such a privilege for me to be a part of a church that really wants to be the church, not just do church. It doesn't want to just show up, you know, hear some great songs and a question, you know, a message that's so-so and then go out and, and leave unchanged. I mean, it's a privilege to be a part of a group of people that say, you know what, we really want to learn how to live like Jesus lived. We don't want to just get together, pat each other on the back and say, way to go, good job, see you next week. No, we want to come together, be instructed, be taught, be motivated to go into our community and live a different life so that those people can spend eternity with the creator who died for them. 
It's a privilege to be a part of a church that understands that and wants to live that way. So I can't thank you enough for living the way that you live and being this kind of church. So what I would like us to do is I would like us to celebrate and cheer for all of those people that, and all the roles that they have, yourself included, and, and every person that's played a critical role in what happened on 3G Sunday. Now, as we do this, so I'm going to ask in just a minute, I'm going to say one, two, three, and then when I say three, I want it to be an epic applause, an epic, you can hoot or holler or shout, whatever you feel uh, compelled to do, okay? So this is an epic moment for us. Now, listen to who we're celebrating. We're not celebrating each other. This isn't a pat on the back moment. This is a praise that's going to our God. Why? Because he is for us. Okay? So as we celebrate, remember who we're ultimately celebrating. Is everybody ready for this epic moment? Awesome. Three of you are excited. (laughs) Hopefully the other hundred or so will get excited as we do this. Okay. So ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Let's go. Way to go, gang. We serve a big, great, generous God, and he asks us to be great, big givers the way that he is. So thank you for what you've done and what you continue to do. Now, uh, I've got another video I'd like you to watch. It captures some more of, of what we've been involved in, some more of the projects. So take a look at this, and then I'll close this out in prayer. So let's go out into our community and show them that our God is for them. Before you leave today, make sure you stop by uh, one of our partners' tables and get to know them better. And then one last thing, I encourage you to come back next week, because next week we're going to start a new series that I think could be the most important series we've done all year long, if not the most important series we've done in the life of our church. What we're going to talk about next week impacts every other part of our lives, and it impacts uh, the, the depth of our relationship with God. And so I hope you'll come back for that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray, and then uh, you will be free to go. So let's pray together. Lord, what a privilege it is to be a part of a church that, that really wants to be the church for each other and for our community. Lord, we're so grateful that that you sent Jesus for us, that you are for us, not against us. And we have the privilege of showing our community that you are for them as well. So Lord, I pray that that as we leave here today, we would go out into our community, Lord, and we would go into our week, and Lord, whether our neighborhoods or our school or at work, we would go out understanding that we carry the most important message we could ever give people, and that message is that you are for them. So Lord, teach us how to live that life before our community. And Lord, we just pray that as people see the, the name Epic Church, that they would understand that you are for them. In Jesus' powerful name, we pray this. Amen. Thanks for being here, everybody. Have a great week. Yeah, let's go ahead and celebrate that.
Awesome. Now, what you may have not known is that there are only two people who were signed up for baptism. So last week during the baptism message, 12 other people said, you know what, I'm going to get baptized today. So what an amazing act. Yeah, go ahead and celebrate that for those people. And that's why we exist. We exist to lead people into a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, good morning and welcome to Epic. My name is Tim Jones, and we are so glad that you're here with us today. Uh, if you are new, we are so glad that you're here today. Um, if you'd like to know more information uh, about who we are, please stop by our Connection Center, uh, as we'd love to meet you and answer any questions uh, that you might have about who we are and uh, why we're in existence. And so if you are a guest with us today, please uh, stop by our Connection Center to be able to do that. And then uh, with the end of Halloween last night, we are moving towards Thanksgiving and then also Christmas right behind that. And we are entering into our epic Giving Tree campaign that's going to be coming. And what that is, is that each year we decide to help some of the families that are here in our uh, church or also in the community that we personally know, our friends or family members who might be uh, just going through a time that they need some help. And so what we love to do is to provide them with some food or some Christmas gifts because they're going through something that they may need a little help. And so what we need from you is uh, coming up around Thanksgiving, we are going to have a Christmas tree located back at the Connection Center or at, by the T-Shirt Center. And we need you to grab one of the cards that will be placed on the tree. Uh, it will have a need uh, for a certain family that will, re will remain anonymous. And so go and see what need that you'd like to meet and then go out and get that and bring the card back. And so we'll give you plenty of instructions on how to do that. Uh, but what we need from you is actually referrals. And so if you personally know someone, and we love like Aunt May and South Dakota, um, but if you have an Aunt May in South Dakota, she's great. But uh, what we need from you is the people that you know personally, friends, family members right here in our community or those right here in our church uh, that you know that are going through maybe some hard times that you can refer uh, to this. And so next Sunday is the deadline for that. It's November 8th. So if you know someone, just go online to theepicchurch.com and fill out that form and we'll be able to get that information from you. Now, uh, another way that we love to lead people into a life-changing relationship with Jesus is through giving. And so if you call Epic your home, thank you so much for you who give on a regular basis to make this church happen for us to be able to do the things that we do in the community. Uh, so if you call Epic home, there's two ways that you can give. You can give through the giving boxes located at the end of each section or online at theepicchurch.com. Now, um, what happened uh, two weeks ago is we had our amazing 3G Sunday. And many of you did this in terms of giving. And I want to let you know you gave just over $4,000 as part of that 3G Sunday. Yeah, you can go ahead and clap for that. Uh, to be able to give that money back to the community. And so in a couple of weeks, we'll hear a little bit more about what uh, is going to transpire with that. And so you will want to hear that as we go through that. Now, um, many of you were just on your way into um, Epic Church, and I heard that there was a car accident just down the road a little bit, and it looked pretty bad. And so before we continue on in the rest of the service, what I want to do is just take a moment to pray, and then for the rest of the service, we're going to actually hear about 3G Sunday. So let's just pray and take a moment uh, to uh, lift them up. So Father, um, I don't know the whole situation out there, but I heard it wasn't looking too well out there. And so God, we just pray uh, for whoever was involved in that, God, that you just be with them, that your comfort, your peace um, would just be felt. 
And so, Father, thank you for responders who are on the scene right away. And so, God, we just thank you for uh, having people who are wired that way, God, to be able to come to the rescue like you came to the rescue for us. And so we thank you and we trust you. And be with us the rest of this service as we hear your heartbeat for people. And so we love you in Jesus' name. Amen.